Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today to have with me Pastor Ingolf Schmidt from Leipzig, Germany. He's going to correct me on that here shortly. Let's make sure I get that right here by the end of our series. But uh, really excited to have Pastor Ingolf with me. He's going to do a series with me called Faith Behind the Iron Curtain. So, so excited. Father, we come to you today hungry for what you have to speak through Pastor Ingolf. We come with open ears, Father, to receive in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, Pastor, I'm going to kick it over to you to start. I know it's going to take us multiple to get to the end of your amazing story, but I'm going to kick it over to you, and you can correct your pronunciation or my pronunciation on the city first. Leipzig. It's Leipzig, Germany. Okay. So you, you did pretty good. <laughs> well, go ahead and just start off with kind of telling your story. Yeah. I'm born 1958, and I was three years old when uh, uh, the Berlin Wall was built. And uh, actually, my grandfather, he was a soldier uh, fighting in Adolf Hitler's army. And he got uh, or became a prisoner of war. And the American troops, they brought him back to Norfolk, Virginia. He served in a prison camp there for two years. And uh, he said it was brutal, you know, uh, picking up the cotton in the cotton fields of Virginia and after two years, he was released and he had to sign a piece of paper to the American government that he will never touch a gun again. And he never did. Uh, they put him on a boat and he came to Great Britain and served another year in a prisoner's camp in Great Britain. Wow. And uh, then after three years and a num number of years, uh, he came home, I think probably six, seven years later. And... My father was a teenager by that time, and uh, as you know, during World War II, the Allies, uh, Russia, France, Great Britain, and America, they had a meeting, and they divided, or they decided, after World War II, they will divide Germany in four pieces, and every ally would take care or take charge of one of these zones. So the Russians, they took East Germany, what was also known as uh, German Democratic Republic. And they brought their new ideology in. It became a communist country. And so they put communists in charge. And uh, so we became a communist country. And yeah, after this, I was, like I said, I was born 1958, three years old. I grew up in, the, in that side or on that side. And for me, I didn't know how bad it was in, until the wall came down and I had a chance to go to West Germany or other Western countries. And so I grew up in school, or I, when I was six, I went to school and I realized our every class was politicized. So there was, we became indoctrinated with that socialist communist doctrine. I was not a Christian. Uh, my father, because of uh, my grandfather, he told him, I, we served the wrong people, we fight it for the wrong ideology, so you have to do better. And, of course, now the, these communists, they introduced this new ideology to uh, my father. He became a communist. And he believed it also. And so I was about 14, 15 years old when I had this rebellious phase in my life and... So, of course, there was a wall between East and West Germany. The whole reason was actually 
after World War II, excuse me, World War I, Germany lost that war. And there was, uh, because of the Treaty of Versailles, they put a lot of economical pressure to the whole country of Germany. So we, the Germans had to pay, because of that whole damage, what they did to other European countries, they had to pay for that. Wow. And there was a real poverty in Germany. And so the people, they were looking for a strong leader who is able to take them out of that mess. And of course, there was a young Austrian, he promised that, and his name was Adolf Hitler. And he uh, restored the economy. He brought bread to the table. And many times I asked my grandmother, I said, you know, why you liked Adolf Hitler? And she said, you know, he restored our nation. We became again proud about ourselves. Mm. And he restored the economy. And not knowing that he prepares for, for war, you know, mm. the, he had all these crazy ideas, all this. And so uh, the Americans after World War II, they said, we will not do the same mistake. And they put a lot of financial or finances into West Germany. They called it the Marshall Plan. And so it, it created an economical boom in West Germany. On the Russian side, in East Germany, the Russians, they took everything out. So even engineers or scientists, they brought them to Russia. And so East Germany never had a good economical situation. And so that created a bad situation because a lot of doctors, nurses, teachers, scientists, they left East Germany for a better life in, in West Germany, mm-hmm. left East Germany. So the communists in East Germany, they, they was in trouble. They needed to stop that. And so that's why they built a wall between East Germany and West Germany. But also our capital, Berlin, by that time, uh, for, before, the, before uh, World War II, was Berlin, was our capital. They surrounded the city of Berlin uh, uh, the, these three sectors, the French, the American, and the British sector, and they built a, a wall around that, and they call it the Berlin Wall. Mm. So it was almost impossible to overcome that wall. And so I grew up in poverty, and I tell you, I don't know how to say that, but if poor people tells you you are poor, then you know that you're poor. And we had shortages in East Germany on everything. I mean, you... You couldn't buy regular things. What, what we, when you go to a supermarket in America today, there's an overflow on everything. There's, there's real much on everything. In East Germany, that was not the case. You have to wait for special days if this stuff came in or you have to stay in line. I, I said it many times in churches, you know. In Christmas time, you have to stay in, in line and wait for maybe an hour uh, for one banana and one orange for every family member. And that was only available at Christmas time. Wow. Or I, I, uh, when he was 18 years old, you can sign up and order a car, but the, then you have to wait for 13 years because there was no cars available. So it was a real terrible situation uh, in East Germany. and But... I grew up with that, so I didn't feel it was too bad. You know, mm-hmm. you you arrange you make arrangements with with everything, and so, and so in school, our school was totally indoctrinated by that communist uh, doctrines, 
And so the only th kids who refused to take it was the Christian kids. Let, let, for example, if you're if in music school, if you had an, they ask you to sing a song, and if there was one phrase in against God, the Christian kids, they would stand up and would say, hey, I, I refuse, I will not sing that, because it, this is against my belief. But from this moment on, these kids was marked. And knowing, they know, if you tell everybody you are Christian, then you know you will never go to university, you will never have a high-paid high job. You was marked by, by the government. Yeah. Well, Pastor Ingolf, we're out of time for today. And as you went through day one, I thought about how spoiled we are in America. And me personally, as I grew up, you know, and, and just did not have have to deal with poverty. But as, as you folks heard, us, I introduced uh, as Pastor Ingolf. So obviously good things are coming in the future episodes. But if you would pray for our listeners, Pastor. Yes. Father, I thank you for every listener here. I thank you for this time together. And Father, bless everyone. Bless them so they can understand the purpose of our life. But also, we live in a free country now. We have something to do before you return. Bless every listener here in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And Pastor Ingo, how would they contact your ministry, please? Uh, they can go to my website. It's called www.ingolfschmidt, I-N-G-O-L-F-S-C-H-M-I-D-T, Dot org. Praise God. Well, folks, we sure love you all. And please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.